What is up, everyone? Welcome to Season 1, Episode 21 of Better Than Nothing. I'm your host, Jacob, joined by my boys, Xavier and Andrew. How you doing, guys? What's up? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? So we have a great episode coming in for you guys today. We are only talking about the NFL playoffs. So this is a wild card, super, whatever they're calling it now, super wild card weekend uh, special we got going on, um, which is good after, honestly... No more college football, kind of sad, but also it couldn't have ended in a more, I think, way, I think it, a less, uh, for me, honestly, the best way it could have possibly been. Uh, I, I, I went, it was funny, I went into work and I, so many people were like, oh, dude, turned up, we actually had a watch party and people were like, oh, I turned it off after the first quarter or whatever. I'm like, bro, I was drinking that up. I watched the whole damn thing. I listened, I watched the whole post game. I watched Paul Feinbaum, or not Paul Feinbaum, I would never watch Paul Feinbaum. Uh, I watched uh, <laughs> Scott Van Pelt, uh, like, I lose up to, like, one just drinking in it. almost felt like uh, my team won a natty, just by how bad TC, <laughs> by how bad TCU got beat. Uh, so, yeah, how did you guys feel about that natty? I know we had some good bets smashed, so. Yeah, um, the, yeah, TCU over... <laughs> Three and a half was uh, first quarter was prophetic prophetic because (laughs) (laughs) they didn't score the rest of the game. But but that was kind of what I was saying is like, I feel like in those title games, it's like, it's all about just, um, what's the word, durability? Like, can you like hang with it? Because I think any team that's at the caliber of the two teams we saw in the playoff can like go score that like punch at the start of the game and like be like let's do this but it's like you start playing some of these georgia guys you start looking up some of their measurables and their speed and and they're all these nfl guys it's like i mean realistically it wasn't gonna happen um but man i was happy too jacob like as a baylor as a baylor fan it's like seeing your rival go to a national championship before you um is not something anyone would like so now i kind of understand the plight of uh south carolina fans watching clemson the last sure. few years and it's interesting too um, because like not only did like if they would have gone and even had a semi like you know respectable game you you could still imagine them like saying oh well we made it to the natty yada, yada. now it's like oh you better exactly. shut the hell up you better never bring that game up if you use that as fuel for yeah. you being a better program ah uh, it's like worse i think worse playoff blowout ever worst bowl game blowout i think ever that is just like you that's like the worst side of history For i sure. mean to be on that stage dude and and give up that kind of a performance like get your absolute just cheeks <laughs> clapped on in front of god and everybody yeah like it was just so but i mean but you know to our points of, of that, the bets that we laid, uh, I mean, the over, Georgia hit it by themselves, which was absolutely exactly. ridiculous. Yeah. And so, you know, across the board, as far as the bets goes, I feel like we had a great night. Um, I personally turned it off after probably midway through the second. Um, so I, I didn't I didn't relish in all of yeah. the, uh, the same glory that, that you, you did, Jacob. But, uh, yeah, I, I – I'm really excited for the expanded playoff, but good God Almighty, I don't, I don't know if anybody had Monday pegged the way it was going to go no. down because that was pathetic. It was pretty bad, especially after like it's it. It just shows you like why the 12 team playoff is so necessary um, because you just never know yeah. what's going to happen. Like, and also you know, football is the only sport where 
in the playoffs, they only play one game or like in any like and it's interesting because I do think anyone can win almost anyone can win one game. Uh but that beatdown was, you know, historic, historic level beatdown. Um and it was awesome. I loved it. It was amazing. It made me sad. Mich- I mean, honestly, though, I kind of felt good. I was kind of like, I'm kind of glad Michigan didn't make it to this game because if that was Michigan, <laughs> I don't know if I could have handled getting beat by Georgia two times in a row. Just, just not having to deal with that. Georgia. Pain. I feel like even though Georgia was shaky in some spots throughout the season, which we all, you know, I mean, we all touched on as it happened. Shaky. They in, in yeah, air quotes. They, yeah. Yeah. In air quotes. They saved their best for last, man. It, for sure. That was just. I mean, they were crazy. Went on Even the reserves. They were going dummy. I loved how they weren't stopping. They were like, oh, <laughs> back up quarterbacks in at the start of the third, and we're going to still go at you. Like, we're trying and to we're win the game. Go. Yeah, man. I will well, say the one bet we didn't hit, though, uh, was my bet. And it was uh, dug in to have over, like, 29 and a half rushing yards. How many rushing yards do y'all think this guy had in that game? Just what do you think? One. Well, sacks sacks count for negative. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, they oh, do. God. Unfortunately, they do. Okay, so let's go. Let's go minus minus twelve. Minus thirty eight. He reversed. <laughs> he reversed hit the bet. <laughs> I mean, it, that kind of okay. So one thing that I thought was interesting is I feel like there was a time in the first quarter where he like yeah. ran for three yards, like got kind of hit. And was like, I'm never fucking doing that again. He was like, he was like, I do not. <laughs> I, I like well, they got Roquan Smith Jr. out there just begging people. He was like, like, it's like, funny because in the beginning I was like, oh, I think I took him to have a rushing touchdown too. I said I didn't put that down. It wasn't like a, I didn't think it was that good of odds. But if you had Stetson Bennett two rushing touchdowns, bet if you're a sicko like that, you made some nice money. But I think in the beginning of the game, Duggan was running a lot. I think he scored he scored a rushing touchdown. Their only touchdown. Um, and I was like, oh, we're, we're doing pretty nice. We're doing pretty good here. But then you're totally right. He got sacked like twice and he was like, yeah, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> I'm never, I'm never running again. Here. I'm I'm not doing that. I kind of feel bad for the guy. He, he does have that dog in him. So it's just too bad he plays for TCU. Well, and the, I think the one thing that, that I kind of downplayed and I watched him a little bit through the season and I mean. He's good, but Brock Bowers in the Ohio after the Ohio State game, a report came out that he had like the flu, like during the game. He was like ill. Oh wow! And I I remember thinking like ah sure. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, then he, and then he comes out against TCU and like one v elevens like every time he gets the ball. Uh, like I think he had like 150 yards. Like was literally always open. Like bigger, faster, stronger. I feel like. It reminded me of uh, O.J. Howard with Bama. Yeah, uh, yeah. Against Clemson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just – it's one of those dominant things where it's like – Who is this man? <laughs> yeah, like, okay. And so so I could see – I think he's – so he's a sophomore. He's got another year, but he will be a first-round draft pick next year. I can, like – Yeah. It's one of those things where you can just tell. Agreed, man. Bowers is really good. Actually, uh, yeah, I got privy to his game last year in the playoff. And to see, you know, obviously he's got that chemistry with uh, Stetson Bennett. And so, you know, he's, you know, tight ends are always a favorite target of the quarterback. But I like his, I like his after catch ability, man. That he, he got the, he will get some yak, yak, yak master for sure. (laughs) For sure. I'm, I'm with Bowers. 
But yeah, yeah. guys, I mean, I... Oh, and, what's up? Also, FCS Natty. Oh, South yeah. South Dakota State, Jack Rabbits, oh, champions. Yeah. Let's um, go. Glad to see them overcome the Alabama of oh. FCS football in <laughs> yeah. North Dakota State. Um, yeah. Just move up to the Big Ten already, both of them. Yeah, like, honestly. At this point, every state should be represented in FBS football. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's just like let's get 200 teams in D1 FBS yeah, and have a 32 team playoff. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck it, let's do Why it. Why not? At this point, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah I kind of. I kind of believe North Dakota State just because of bias, purely, purely bias. But Jack called that out. Um, I think it's his bet, one of his bets. But so that was for someone did. Oh no, Andrew did. Don't want, don't want to take credit. Yeah, for I was going to say it was Andrew. Don't want to give Jack any credit. I think. Oh, but his parlay did match. <laughs> Never. Um, yes. Yeah. Before we talk about bets, let me do this disclosure, and then we'll we'll dive into bets. Um, so as you all know, we are not in any way, shape, or form offering you financial advice. Everything we share is pure speculation and opinion. Make sure you check your individual state laws to see if sports betting is legal or what options there are in your specific state. If you or anyone you know is addicted to gambling, make sure you call that National Council on Problem Gambling at 1-800-522-4700. Uh, but yeah, now into the betting kind of side of things. Uh, we had a pretty great week. So Jack's teaser smash. Uh, Adam had a nice golf call out. Uh, on our Instagram and Twitter, I think, if you saw that. I think it was on Twitter. Yeah, he did. And John Rom won at plus 2,500 odds, which is crazy. Yep, crazy. So Adam had that call out, which is fat. Uh, so kudos to Adam. He's a golf maniac. And his week didn't stop stop there. So some backstory into uh, Adam's wild DraftKings weekend. Adam had never played DraftKings before. Uh, but for our fantasy football <laughs> league, Andrew is the greatest man and competitor I've ever met. And he, so in our league, Andrew and Adam were playing in third place, which affects the, you know, payout in our league. And their game got stopped due to the Bengals-Bills game getting canceled. Um, and so, like a ball, like a pro, Andrew would have won that game. And he said, hey, I'll play you in a 1v1 DraftKings, Adam, for uh, third place. So they played in a 1v1 DraftKings. Adam ends up winning. Never touched DraftKings before. Never downloaded it. But Andrew is just a baller for letting him even compete in that. Uh, but then also, Adam just decides, oh, this is kind of cool. Let me make a golf DraftKings. Enters one DraftKings and wins. And he wins. <laughs> so this man like just discovers DraftKings in one weekend. Beats Andrew in the fantasy playoff, basically. Or in our third place game. And then wins a golf DraftKings. So he is going dummy. Uh, and I'm excited. His, his golf weekend. I mean, who, he might never have a hit again, but that was awesome. So he had a great weekend. So I well, got now. Now he's in the mountains. Now he's like disconnected. Yeah, he, from yeah, he the left. World. He hit it, and then he disappeared. When he, we needed him most. He took that. He took that money <laughs> and he went to say, the Alps. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, could you imagine like just going going on a tear like that? Be like, well, that was fun, and then just head off like deleting the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not gonna be able to. Yeah, not be able to like, contact anyone for the next until february so you know kudos to him keep him in your thoughts uh shout out to him yeah. man <laughs> he is a legend for that um but yeah let's get into our uh nfl we're gonna go through every single playoff game this week and tell you what we like from bets i i don't know i haven't really looked at y'all's picks so i don't know if we agree on everything but it'll be interesting y'all the lead listener might not have to decide who they trust the most uh, but let's go into it man First game, we got Seahawks-Niners. I think this is going to be a very fun game. Uh, so, Andrew, what do you like this weekend? What are your, what's your pick? And uh, 
Tell me about some bets you like going in this game. Yeah, this is probably my – this is going to be the one I have my eye on the most. Um, I personally am a Seahawks maniac. I think I'm a Geno maniac. Uh, and Carroll. Do you and love Pete Carroll? And I do love Pete Carroll. I, I think Pete Carroll's one of those guys where, like, kind of like, kind of like, no, less so like Bill Belichick, more like Sean Payton or Kyle Shan- or Shanahan, where you're just like, this guy's just kind of a winner. So um, I like Seahawks plus ten. Uh, speaking of Kyle Shanahan, he's actually four and nine against the Seahawks overall as a head coach. Uh, he's been he was swept by them in 2020 and 2021. Um, and their most recent game ended as an eight-point game. Um, that My bias is showing. I just really like Pete Carroll, and I think Gino is him. Um, what's very interesting is, just a fun fact, since 2010, there have been 13 double-digit underdogs in the NFL playoffs, and only two have won straight up, like, just straight up, not against the spread. One of them was Tennessee against Baltimore in 2019 when they kind of smashed Lamar's Ravens. And then the other one was Pete Carroll in 2010, uh, 7-9 Seahawks, Marshawn going beast mode uh, against the Saints uh, to win. So if anyone can pull off the upset, I actually think it is Pete Carroll. But to stay on the safe side, taking the points, 10 points is a lot of points. And... Um, I think the Seahawks are a better team than the second half of their season showed. So if they pull it together this week and cover, uh, I'll be a rich man because I put way too many units on this game. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah. Xavier, what do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, no, I actually uh, echo a lot of the same sentiments. Um, uh, yes, you know, Shanahan is a madman. Uh, as far as game planning and all that goes. But to me, I, I mean, guys, 10 points is just way too much um, I, I, sure. in the opening round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way Geno has been, has been playing this year, I mean, he Geno Smith has revived his career after this season, and he is uh, an extremely formidable quarterback. Um, and so I think uh, just kind of based on that, still some of the weapons that they have in DK and, uh, you know, on the offensive side of the ball – uh, I think Seattle's got more. I'm not not saying that they've got what it takes to win, but they've absolutely got what it takes to cover the 10-point spread here. Um, and the jury is just out on Purdy in the playoffs. Um, the competition true. level sure. rises, and so he he's he's a wild card in this game. He's a question mark. I love the guy. I love the way he plays, but I've I've got to see him in the playoff atmosphere. So uh, I, I I echo Andrew and Seahawks plus 10 on this one. Yeah, guys, I am totally in on this with you guys. Um, my only – so I am a big Niners – I don't want to say – I'm not a Niners – I don't want to say fan because, like, I think I'll get excommunicated from Los Angeles. But um, uh, <laughs> as you know, I'm a big Harbaugh guy. Sympathizer. Yeah, I'm a big Harbaugh guy. And before the Rams moved back, I was a 49ers fan. So uh, I do have some remaining – you know, some remaining feelings for them. I also just love their freaking defense. I love Domingo Ryan's. I will say, though, um, the game, I think Gino, if they're going to win this game or cover, uh, Gino's going to have to go super sin like he did against the Saints. But if you if you guys watch that game, man, Gino was making throws I would put up against anyone that's ever played football. Um, he made some of the most beautiful passes I've ever seen in my life. Uh, the only way you beat San Francisco is they're very aggressive on defense. But they're also very great tacklers yeah. at the linebacker position. 
Um, so you gotta just go vertical. You gotta hit them with some screens. You gotta you gotta get them to overcommit, and you gotta burn them. I think it's possible. I think DK, man, it's gonna be tough for him. I think he could get bullied by Ward in this one. Uh, I think I think he, but I do think DK's a beast. He's a freak of nature. Uh, I think they have it in them to to cover again. Like you both said, it's way too many points. I I would never take yeah. anyone. Again. Actually, we're gonna get into it because I, I there's one team I will take uh, with more against that with way more points than this. But um, we'll get into that. But yeah, I completely agree with you guys. Yeah, um, yeah, I love it. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for that game though. I'm really interested to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one, man. I think I think I l- I love all of these playoff matches. Yeah, me too. I cannot wait to just sit and veg out all yeah. weekend. This one's but, interesting too because it's a yeah. divisional, you know, divisional matchup. So uh, it'll be interesting. Right. They third right. time they're playing each other. Yeah. I will say too. Have the did so last time the Seahawks won the last game, right, Andrew? Did they play? Or did the no, Niners? So it, it, there was a week two matchup where the Niners kind of ran away with it. Gotcha. And then the Seahawks played the Niners with McCaffrey. Gotcha. It was closer. It was, yeah, gotcha. Um, so I will say, dude, there. it's almost – this is literally what happened with the Rams last year is the Niners smacked them in the regular season, uh, and then the Rams won, won in the playoffs when it mattered. So I would also like to say it's almost – I mean, to be a team three times, a playoff team three times is, is very tough. So let alone to beat them by 10 points yeah. uh, after you play them three times. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see, man. Now that – especially since Carroll's gotten a look at McCaffrey, uh, it'll be interesting. But he's just a beast, too. He's just a freak. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, let's look at this Chargers-Jaguars game. Uh, Xavier, what what do you like about this game? What bets are you taking? I, this, in my opinion, I think is the most evenly matched game. I'm kind of, I think this is going to be the – this one is almost a toss-up to me. Um, so, yeah, I'd love to hear what you think. Uh, um, yeah, no, I am totally with you there. Uh, I think that this one is going to be probably either – one or two as far as the matchups go this weekend only because these teams are like you to your point they i mean they're so similar and just kind of the way that they're structured you know they're uh they live and they're going to live and die by the quarterback uh there's a lot of weapons on the outside on both offenses and uh the, you know defenses aren't chomp either uh jacksonville's shown that they can you know they can get stops when they need to uh they get turnovers when they need to uh, the Chargers obviously have some names in Bosa and James that can do the same on their side. And so uh, all that being said, <clears throat> excuse me, I do like Jacksonville on the money line here. Uh, they're at home. It's a playoff game. Duval's going to be jumping. And uh, I think that they just kind of ride the high and the swag that they've been on in the second half of the season. Uh, I think it's going to be a close one. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. This is still Justin Herbert on the other side of the field that you got to go against. But I'm I, I believe I'm more so betting on Jacksonville just outperforming uh, LA as a whole, uh, not just Justin Herbert, if that makes sense. So I like Jacksonville on the money line here. I think they get a really really good win for the franchise here at home. Um, so I, I like them at plus one fifteen on the money line. Yeah, man, you make that, those are great points. I honestly, when I was picking, I liked the Chargers spread. I didn't see that Mike Williams was was pretend, was out. Is he out for sure? It's still questionable, but okay. he's not at practice. See, dude, today. this one is so hard for me to pick. Um, I do think the only reason I think 
the Chargers have an advantage is uh, Austin Eckler. I just think he's a game changer. Um, I, I honestly wasn't yeah. too impressed with the Jaguars against the Titans in their last game. I thought I thought coming into that game they looked really really good, and then I thought that game they kind of looked lackluster. But they have a lot of guys trying to get paid. Um, Evan Engram's a beast. Uh, he's just like a wide receiver. He's just like a freak of nature. He's like DK Metcalf, but just at tight end. Uh, I think they're. I mean, their yeah. running back position is pretty good. Um, ETN's looking a lot better. I just think Eckler, man, is an X factor. Um, so I, man, I kind of like the spread. I, I don't know though. This one is the toughest game for me. Uh, if you were trying to make money, I would definitely take Jaguars money line because I do think it's a toss up. I think it's basically a pick them. So you might as well take make your money. But I think the safe pick for me is just Charger spread, personally. Yep, I'm not mad at it. I like it. Yeah, no, you guys both make really good points. I mean, uh, this is a pick them as it gets. Uh, yeah, Jaguars plus two and a half. Um, I, I think I lean towards the Chargers if I had to pick. Um, yeah, but the Mike Williams news, it's like when they first played this year, um, Jags won like 38 to 10. The defense kind of stomped on mm-hmm. the Chargers. But their, their number one option that game, I think, was Palmer. Um, there was Mike Williams. I don't, he was either injured or didn't play much and Keenan Allen was still out. And so like, this is kind of a different team is a team playing with like different swag. I feel like, um, but it still makes me kind of want to stay away from the money line, uh, either side. Um, and so what I kind of like is, um, the first half over 23 and a half. Um, now hear me out. The, I think the last game against the Broncos, they allowed Russell Wilson uh, to score a decent amount in the first half. I think the, the final score of the first half of the Broncos game was 34 points. Um, they put up good points on a good Broncos defense. Broncos put up points on a decent Chargers defense. So it could just be that's that's the trend they're headed in. I think in the game before that, I'm trying to remember who it was against. It was a, Oh, it was against the Rams. Another game where I think they had 17 in the, in the, Dude, they were in the like first half. They were like smacking the Rams. The Rams. Had 10. Yeah, and so, like, they are hitting that number. They are hitting 23-and-a-half in the last few games. Um, the uh, first Jaguars game, the blowout game, actually hit 24 in the first half. So I expect this game to be a little different than that. I expect this game to be close, obviously. Um, and I kind of I kind of like shootout vibes. I think, like, I think Herbert's capable of passing on this Jaguars defense. And, I mean, we know Lawrence is more than capable also, so... Um, I'm expecting just a quick start shootout first half over. Um, maybe they chill out in the second half, but this is just me loving my half quarter overs. Um, and yeah, 23 and a half. I mean, I like it. I like that a lot. So going from what I think is the most evenly matched game, I think we're going to go to one of the two that I think is probably the, actually, I think this is the least, uh, the, the worst matchup, um, Bills, Dolphins. The only reason I say that is because two is out and Teddy Bridgewater is out. So they are yep. under their third-string quarterback, who is not Brock Purdy, and they do not have Kyle Shanahan. Um, so, <laughs> man, I I think this is going to be the worst. I think this is going to be ugly. Uh, Xavier, what do you what do you like, man, in this one? Yeah, so uh, leading off, and this is, I totally understand that this is going to be a contrarian pick uh, based off of what you just said about Miami's quarterback situation. Um, so I, I, in this one, I do like um, the over 
43 and a half. Um, hear me out, everybody. So uh, I do think that uh, the Bills are going to come out swinging. Um, I really do. I think that of all the playoff teams, I think that the Bills may have a little more to prove as far as everyone being so high on them early in the season um, after, you know, smacking L.A. Uh, in prime time right out the gates and, you know, just kind of the tear that they went on offensively early in the season and then to just kind of not fizzle out but, you know, definitely hit uh, a wall uh, during the season offensively. You know, Josh Allen, there were some question marks surrounding him at some points in the season. And so I think that they come out here and they look to really, really set the tone and say, hey, no, this, you know, this is Bill's Mafia. This is who we are. This is what we do. Uh, I think Diggs gets heavy targets. Um, I think we see Josh Allen running, running through people, running over people. Uh, I think that they open it up offensively. Uh, I think if they get us, gosh, anywhere from 28 to 31, uh, I can see Mike Mike McDaniel putting together some uh, a couple of plays or a couple of drives, uh, even with Skylar Thompson, to give us that 10 to 14 that we need to hit the over on this one. So I like the 43 and a half. Uh, it definitely may come back to bite me in the butt. This one could end up being 18 to three for all we know. Like, uh, but uh, I'm going to go contrarian here, and I'm going to go over 43 and a half for Dolphins Bills. Yeah, I think something that ben, you know kind of benefits that pick too is the fact that Naheem Hines had two return touchdowns last week. So like the Bills can score even when they're not on offense, um, and also this yeah. Dolphins defense has looked horrible. At, to end the season like yeah. they've not been the the Dolphins defense where you the secondary we're used to seeing um they've got I think they've got like a, tr- a rookie corner or safety that kind of just gets burned and gets targeted I can't remember what Dolphins guy was watching but he was just getting burned um but yeah well, I, mean, I was gonna I say like and, and to to that point real quick not sorry to cut you off no, but to good. that point real quick you know Xavier Z- Howard is just a shell of himself man and sad, so right? I it is it's sad <laughs> it is really sad but yeah, yeah, they they just not look good on defense. Um, but yeah, I I think that Buffalo is going. So the spread is, you know, Buffalo is favored by about thirteen points right now. Um, so the public is definitely pushing towards Buffalo. I, I I like Josh Allen anytime touchdown score, which is plus one twenty. I, I feel like that's that's mm-hmm. a mortgage bet, in my opinion. Put your whole mortgage on that bet. That's that's not real. You know what I mean? Is is for sure. Like that's crazy to me. Uh, and two or more touchdowns is plus 550. That, to me, is like – I almost like that more. Plus 550 for Josh yeah. on that two touchdowns. I mean, he could do that in the first two drives. Uh, so I love both of those yeah. bets. And then I, I'm going to take the Bills spread. I, I just think they're going to – I think they're going to win by at least 14. Uh, I just think there's going to be – I think they could bench Josh Allen in, like, the fourth quarter probably in this game. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um Anytime, I, I feel like Josh Allen loves to run. And so, like, I feel like he's going to find an excuse to truck stick one of those sorry Dolphins workers <laughs> in the end zone and get those touchdowns. So, no, I, I, that totally makes sense. Um, I like that a lot. Um, yeah, in the same vein, no, your, your take isn't hot, Xavier. It's, it's, it's just like mine. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I think uh, I think Bills. I have Bills over I, specifically Bills. Not I'm not touching the Dolphins. I don't know what the <laughs> hell they're gonna do. But like I, I uh, Bills over 28, 28 and a half is what it's at right now. Um, 
And like you said, yeah, they're going to come out. They're going to want to make a statement. Uh, this is kind of their... They're a little mad about, I don't know, the way things transpired with, like, Chiefs just auto-getting the bye. Uh, right. And so, like, this is kind of their bye. They're, they're going to come out and fight Skylar Thompson and pick him off ten times. So <laughs> I, I, that's kind of where my head's at is, like, okay, you know the Bills can score – you know they've scored more than 28 in plenty of games this year. Dolphins right. secondary is toast. And the odds <laughs> of Skylar Thompson giving away, like, great field position to the Bills so that Josh Allen can punch it in is, like, very high. So, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I kind of agree with all of these picks. Um, uh, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. 28 points. Oh, uh, yeah. 28 points is honest. Like, if I could get an alt of, like, 35, I would <laughs> – I'd do that in a heartbeat, yeah. but I don't know. Maybe we're just maybe we're we're underestimating McDaniel. I think McDaniel as a coach is like, I think he's a pretty interesting dude. He's like, oh, yeah. from the Shanahan school of like offensive genius. So like, if he pulls some mm-hmm. shit out and they're running like the Raheem Mostert Wildcat, and and we're just proven completely wrong, maybe. But in that case, the overs still gonna hit. So. Still in play. Yeah, exactly. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, man. Uh, let's go to Vikings Giants. I think this is another really good, good matchup as far as evenly, evenly matched teams. Um, so I'll go. I'll dive into it. I, I like the Giants money line at plus one forty five. I think the Vikings are relatively fraudulent, and I just think Saquon uh, and Daniel Jones in this offense can provide you with so many sparks. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of think. I mean, it's kind of a pick 'em. It's it's like a three, two and a half point spread. Uh, so I kind of just want to take the Giants straight up to get the plus money. Uh, so yeah, and if they drop a Danny Dimes uh, rushing over, I might take that as well once that's up. So just to give you all a heads up on that one. Uh, but yeah, Xavier, what do you what do you like in that one? Uh, so in this one, I'm actually going to target another total, uh, but I'm actually going to go under forty eight. Uh, for this one, a uh, couple different reasons. Obviously, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins, <clears throat> excuse me, 3.30 p.m., no-brainer. Um, and so I think that uh, the Giants, I, I, I don't know, I haven't watched this Giants team enough to know if they're going to be able to be as fluid on offense as they've been in some games this season. I don't know if they're just to show up and let's, you know, hit the script and this is what we're going to do. Uh, I don't know if Saquon's going to get going. Uh, there's just a lot of question marks here for me on the, the Giants side of the ball. Um, I do think that, uh, to your point, that Danny Dimes, uh, he's going to escape the pocket. I mean, that's that's his game. Mm-hmm. He's an athlete. Um, and so he's going to be good for a, a few good rushes. Um, but I think that ultimately that I feel like I'm almost betting against both of these offenses and not really in favor of the defenses. For sure. If that makes sense, um, I think it's it, they they both come out a little not not slow, but not maybe as quick as they would like to. And I think that this one is going to be a really ugly game by the second half. Um, and uh, Andrew, you have a great note here that I'll let you get into, but I totally agree with your first sentence. Um, and I, I I really 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 just think that uh, this one's going to be a close one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would not. I, I honestly would not be surprised if we saw 21-18, uh, you know, 24-21 field goal type game mm-hmm. somewhere in there. 
Um, and so I, I really like the under. My This one is more just my gut saying take the under on this one. Um, and so I really like the under 48. Yeah, uh, I like I mean, are there two teams in the NFL playoffs that have been in more or won more one-possession games than the Vikings and the Giants? I, I, I don't, don't think so. I don't think so. I think I this is like so. like I, the Vikings have escaped – like ten one possession game. It really is. It really is, honestly. Um, it, it's, and they're not necessarily fraudulent. Like they're pulling games out. They're finishing games well. Like we've seen lots of game-winning field goals from the Vikings kicker, and Brian Dable has made Daniel Jones just good enough to win eight games and make the playoffs. But. You're right. It's it's going to be close. I think the last team with the ball is going to win. Um, so my bet is kind of a cop-out, but I, I really like a uh, team to score last wins the game, uh, which is minus <laughs> – it's minus 230. Um, it, it's, it's kind of a spicy parlay topper. Uh, you throw that on with, a, with another bet you like and, and get some good odds. Um, but this is the type of game where – no one's going to be able to definitively tell you like, oh yeah, Vikings, like, like they've, they've got this in the bag. It's more like maybe if Kirk Cousins has the ball with two minutes left, <laughs> yeah. but if Daniel Jones gets it back with two minutes left, they probably <laughs> win. I don't know. So uh, last team to score last is going to win. That's, that's my bet. Love it. You might like that too. Okay. Now on to, Maybe the stinkiest game of the of the of the, yeah. <laughs> which sucks because mm-hmm. this in theory, like when you look at the matchup, it's it's a rivalry game. It it should be awesome, but Ravens and Bengals. So the Bengals are favored by ten points. Um, uh, I'll Xavier, I'll let you take this one. Andrew and I are both, I think, kind of just Bruh. yeah, just we're just having a bro moment on this game, <laughs> but. Uh, Tyler Huntley might be out as well as Lamar Jackson, so I'm just like, I don't know what to expect. I, I don't know if I can watch this game. Uh, let me know what you think, though. Yeah, um, me personally, definitely won't be watching this one. Yeah, um, I, <laughs> I will see you on SportsCenter, but uh, I, I do, again, just kind of going back to the double-digit rule in the playoffs, man. The Ravens, Harbaugh, they fight. They find a way. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know that even they, you know, Huntley let that that last, uh, I believe it was the Steelers game go, uh, where the Steelers kind of had that late touchdown, and then he ended up throwing a pick. Um, and if he's a no go here, I who is who is their third string quarterback? Do we know? Anthony Brown from Oregon. That, Anthony like, Brown from Oregon. He played at Oregon a few years ago, but I mean, he wasn't like anything special. I've never heard <laughs> right, of him. So. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, as heavy run as the Ravens are, um, obviously, I mean, hell, they have Lamar Jackson and they still don't, Yeah. you know, I mean, they, they put it in his hands, but they don't say, here, throw the ball 50 times a game. And so they're, uh, they're not going to do this with, you know, their third string quarterback. Obviously, they're still going to be run heavy, which is why I, I just, again, rule of thumb, I think 10 points is too much here. Um, I yes, I know it's the Bengals. I know it's playoff time. I know it's Joe Burr. I know it's Jamar Chase. I know it's T. Higgins. I know it is all of those guys. But I think the Ravens are going to fight. Um, this is again, this is a this is a divisional, so you you've got that aspect to it as well. 
Um, and so I, I like Ravens plus 10 here. Again, contrarian, man, this might completely blow up in my face and they lose by 21. If that's the case, so be it. But again here, I think the Ravens got some dog in them. They got some fight in them. They got a great run game, and I think they found a way to cover 10. Yeah, man, I think their defense is definitely good enough to – I mean, how funny would it be if uh, – what's his name? John, John Brown, what's his name? Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown. <laughs> if Anthony Brown won this game, man, I can't think of a funnier uh, – I was unfamiliar with your game uh, situation. But, man, I do think no. Dobbins – Do you want to know? Yeah, what's up? I was going to say, do you want to know his stats for the 2022 season? Uh, not really, but yes, I do. <laughs> 302 yards, two okay. interceptions. How many games? Nine, nine QBR. Oh. <laughs> oh. How many games? I don't know how so many games. Uh, okay, it was in, he, he pl- basically last game, where they played since he. He had 300 oh, no. yards, though? Um, 286. That's kind of. 19 for 44. With two interceptions Yikes. and a, a six QBR in that game. Oh, dude, why That's... were they throwing the ball forty six times with <laughs> with with Because they were Brown. down. That makes no <laughs> sense, dude. Man, I just hope to God they don't do something stupid like Dobbins and Gus Edwards. They should just run the ball the whole game. Just run the ball. Don't yeah. even pass. Don't even wildcat, pass. Wildcat, wildcat, or throw to Mark Andrews. That's it. That's literally the game plan. That's it. That's the whole game. Uh. Yeah, man, I personally don't have an opinion on this game. I, I have no bets. I don't want to touch this game personally. I, I'm just – I don't really want to watch it. I'm just – I don't know what's going to happen, <laughs> but I do hope the Ravens somehow – I think it would be hilarious if the Ravens somehow won this game. Yeah, and I mean, it's kind of like what you said. Like, the Bengals – did the Bengals lose the first matchup? I mean, uh, against the Ravens, does anyone remember? I wouldn't be shocked because I remember Lamar was balling out in the beginning of the season. I know the Bengals, all their losses were like super early on. Yeah, this is a weird scenario where they literally just played the team they're yeah. about to play. And mm-hmm. Vegas has the line at exactly what the score was last time they played, <laughs> um, which was which was last week. Yeah, And so I just – I kind of lean a little towards what Xavier's saying because it's like – we just had a practice game, and now the Ravens can just go balls to the wall. I say, okay, sure. we're just going to open the playbook. Anthony Brown, yep. like weird flea flicker. What we didn't know is he runs a four four forty or some shit like that, and and, right. and, he, and yeah, like. But I also am like, we have a known quantity with the Bengals. Like they are a good team. So, uh, man, I'm kind of with Jacob. I don't know. <laughs> I'll I'll take the points, I guess. With Anthony Xavier, Brown ha- runs a four but... seven. <laughs> oh man, whatever. So, like exactly so... normal. Yeah. Like pretty yeah. above, slightly above average. Uh, wait, Anthony Brown? Did he go to Oregon or Purdue? Oregon, Oregon. Oh, I'm looking at my bad. I'm looking at another Anthony Brown. This is him. He what does a run a default, four seven. What an M, what an MPC. And, yeah, he's the guy. You played Madden a little too much. Right, when seriously. You get this guy in your draft class. Yeah. He he responds yeah. into your uh, NCAA fourteen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They just they default to this guy, and somehow he's in the NFL. Good for him. I'll be rooting for him because good for be, him. That would be funny. Obviously, it'd be hilarious, but you know, we'll see. Um, yeah, Andrew. We're staying away from. Yeah, this, I, I, yeah, Andrew and I are, are pleading the fifth on this on this game. 
Um, let's. Hey, I I don't blame you guys. Yeah, it's a toughie. Again, like we all said, we're not. I don't want to watch this game. Uh, I'm sure Bengals fans like Jack will probably watch this game. He likes Burrow, but man, I'm not going to watch this. Okay. Um, Cowboys Bucks. This game is fascinating to me because I I could see. I could literally see this game going any sort of way. I could see. Yeah, so three weeks ago, I think the Cowboys were Super Bowl favorites, and the Bucks looked like they were dead in the water. People were saying Tom Brady's washed, he sucks. And now, man, I don't know what's going to happen. Tom Brady and, and Mike Evans, man, they've been catching fire. They've been just demolishing. Like that, I am like truly worried about uh, – I'm telling you, man, I could see the Bucks blowing out the Cowboys in this game. Uh, I could see the Cowboys – Blowing out the Bucks, I can see the Bucks, you know, regressing. I don't know how good really either of these teams are. Um, I don't know if the Cowboys have had bad weeks, and the Bucks are just, you know, their Tom Brady is just in kind of like what we saw with Rodgers, kind of the past couple of weeks. It's like, hey, he's back in form. Like you cannot let these guys get these reps in and then let them squeak into the playoffs. Um, so man, I I just have to go with the Bucks money line plus one twenty. I just want the money. I just want the points. Uh, this game, I, I don't know. I'm interested to see how this game's going to go. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, agree. I mean, I'll let, I'll let Xavier go into his pick, but I, this is going to be crazy. Great. Yeah. So, you guys know who I am in my core, and that <laughs> is a Cowboys fan by way of my father. Shout out, Dad, if you're listening. It's an ancestral, ancestral. It is. Uh, it has passing. been passed down. It has been handed to me, and these MFs have not won a championship since the year I was born, nineteen ninety-five. So I might be the reason. I don't know, but in this one, guys, to Jacob's point, I don't think that we know how good either of these teams really are. When the Cowboys win, they are Super Bowl favorites on Monday morning on Get Up, on Sports Center, on everything else. When they lose. Fire McCarthy. Dak's got to go. Tony Pollard needs to go to a better team. Zeke is overpaid. And so you don't know what to think about this team week for week if you're just going by sports, just sports media, period. Me personally, based on what I've seen out of my favorite football team the past, the back, the, honestly, just the back half of the season, I'm taking Tampa Bay in the points. <laughs> I am taking Tampa Bay in the points. This Could be is, an emo- is this an emotional hedge or? I mean, I was going to say this. I mean, honestly, in, in in my heart and in my soul, I'm going to be. I'm going to have my my navy and silver on. I'm going to be hooting and hollering. Probably going to have a cocktail or two behind this one, and I'm going to be. It, let's go Dallas all day. I want to see my guys win. I want to see Dak win and get the haters off of him, get the stank off of him that's been on him the past few weeks. <laughs> but, but guys, it's Tom Brady in the playoffs. He has their number as far as just the Cowboys as a whole. They, they, schematic, they schematically find a way to win in Tampa, and I believe that they can do the same against here. So I don't hate the money line play. Uh, this is strictly betting with my head and not my heart. And so I have to lean Tampa here based on those reasons of you you don't know what you're going to get with the Cowboys. Dak is good for one interception a game. He might get two picked off twice here. If one of those goes for a touchdown 
And then you have Trayvon Diggs being way too aggressive and say Evans burns him over the top for another one. And you go down two scores. Dallas is going to get in panic mode. Kellen Moore does not know how to call a game from from that, from that position with the goat on the other side and knowing how to manage the clock and play with a lead. All that being said, I have to take Tampa in the points here. Um, I love my Cowboys. I want them to win deep down in my heart. But from a betting standpoint, I, I can't roll with Dallas on this one. Yeah, that's that's very um, unhomerish of you. I'm I'm impressed yeah. you were able to say those words. Um, yeah, but I, but I I agree. Uh, we've been pretty aligned on these picks. Um, I think the goat has been half-assing a little bit this year. I think he's been saving his energy a bit for this moment right here. Um, he sacrificed his marriage so that he could <laughs> blow out the Cowboys on a Monday night. Uh, and, and honestly uh, Jason Garrett was talking about it the other day because I guess he's salty but uh, he was saying um, the Cowboys and this could, this is probably really cherry picked because it probably is just away games but I love the stat I love how Jason Garrett's like digging deep to find some uh, some stuff on his old team um, the Cowboys defense says struggle is 20th in uh, expected points allowed per play um, on turf, or no, on grass, and they are second best on turf. So, so and they're going to some, they're going to some grass in Tampa. No. There's a lot of grass in Tampa, and so that defense might not just be ready for the goat to sling it uh, in honor of his dead marriage. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think I think he I think Tom Brady's been going all out. I think his um, he's. He's more focused than he's been the entire season. I think if you're thinking about the psychology of him, I think I think his awakening was against the Panthers two weeks ago where he dropped like 36 mm. fantasy points. Um, yeah. Give me the GOAT plus three. Give me the mm. GOAT. <laughs> sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, Xavier. I'm sorry. Hey, man. Hey, we're in it together, brother. We're in it together. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, that goes with our, that's, you know, that's that with the, the wildcard weekend. I, I will say just a, just a little Super Bowl future. The Eagles have some decent uh, Super Bowl odds right now at plus 550. So uh, I would want nothing more than any team that has a first round buy. I mean, I just think that's crazy. I think that's insane to me that they have a buy and they have worse odds than, uh, you know, some other teams I don't think should have those odds like the Niners, for example. So, yeah, I would take that. Um, I'd love to see Jalen Hurts MVP, Super Bowl MVP. But uh, I'm going to tell you guys deep down, I want a Chargers-Seahawks Super Bowl. That is all I want. That would be amazing. It would be that, so funny. That would be lit. That would be awesome. That's <laughs> like, that would that'd be, be the most likable Super Bowl. It would, man. Yeah, it I think would. Everyone would be neutrals. would be like, all right, whatever, yeah. whatever <laughs> has to happen. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like the most neutral Super Bowl ever. Um, unless you're, I guess, 49ers, don't the Seahawks, I guess. I don't know. So, yeah, I, about... I will say I took a this was an emotional hedge future of the uh, Chiefs to play the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, which is my personal <laughs> hell. So that I took that in my it, personal hell. It, it paid pretty well, so I was like, you know, if this happens, I'll buy some drinks. I won't watch. I'll probably yeah, for just sure. There you just go. Talk. Mope. Yeah, just talk. Xavier can watch on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Man. All right, let's go. Let's let's talk about the poll report just for a bit. Um, so the poll report is where we get our knowledge on college football, college basketball transfers. Uh, they are really, honestly, super fun follow on Instagram. You can follow them at the Port Report uh, or go to their website at www.theportreport.com. I just want to shout out a little basketball since I know we're not talking about basketball. We, it's impossible to bet basketball on a podcast, but uh, Marquise Noel on Kansas State, dude, he is hooping. My guy is hooping, hooping. Uh, and he was a transfer from Little Rock, Arkansas, Little, not Little Rock, Arkansas, my bad, Arkansas, Little Rock uh, Trojans. And, dude, he is a tiny king. He's 5'8". So he's shorter wow. than all of us. And he is absolutely – but it's like watching Steph Curry out there. Like, I, I'm just, like, shocked watching this man play. So, fun guy to watch. Uh, kind of a uh, Coach Tang uh, master class in getting a guy from the portal and bringing some dude from some small school. And he's hooping. And he's 5'8". Insane. He looks yeah. like Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas out there. Well, and, I mean – Jerome Tang loves the portal report because I think that that team, so their, their other best player, I think he might be considered their best, but Keontae Johnson was the guy mm-hmm. at Florida who like collapsed on the court in the tournament two years ago. He's oh. playing now. He's one of the best players in college basketball currently. Kansas State's 14-1, and one and their guards are insane. Uh, I am very happy for Coach Tang. So like I'm not I'm not mad about Kansas State having success. It's way better than any other Big Twelve school having success. But man, those guys can hoop, and the Portal Report covers it all. They do, and that's a man. Can we say maybe uh, Jerome Tang uh, used the Portal Report to scout? <laughs> <laughs> Who we knows? Now. We will never know. But uh, we mean. do know that they have you know over fifty. I think uh, college programs do use the Portal Report. Um, so. Pretty big. Might be more than 50. It might be 80. I actually don't remember the exact number, but it is a ton. I was shocked when I found that out. So we love the Portal Port. They're amazing. Um, and, yeah, you should check them out because college coaches use them. So, you know, so should you since you should want to stay in the know. I will say miscellaneous bets. Follow us on Twitter. Just follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, if you found the pod and you don't, I don't know how else you would have found us. But, um, yeah, I know. Just follow us. That's where we post our bets. That's where our golf bets Plus 2,500 bet came in last week. That is where Xavier posts uh, locks for the NHL. So, yeah, you definitely want to get out on this. Uh, make sure you follow us. Uh, I think we're at better than nothing or at better than pod uh, on yep. Twitter, I believe, is our is our Twitter handle. So, yeah, let's get to our DGen. The moment you've been waiting for, I'll start us off with some Tunisian basketball. Hey. We, got, we got the Tunisian Basketball League. I'm taking Azara plus 130 versus U.S. Monastir. You know them. The Zaras are balling. They are hooping. They are hooping, hooping right now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, smash that uh, in this D, in this parlay, uh, Xavier. What you got? Yeah. So uh, I'm going over to the UFC, and this one is going to go down on Saturday, the 14th, at around 7:30, 7:40. So plenty of time to get this one in and add it to any legs, apart with any wild parlays you got going on this weekend. Uh, we're going to roll with Dan Ige, or Ige. Its Ige. last name is I- Ige. Thank you, Dude, Andrew. We, Andrew Dan and I watched Ige. Dan Ige fight we, live. we saw him live. Really? Yeah, oh, he's, he's awesome. He's awesome. All right, sweet. Well, then I love this pick even more. Right, yeah, so I da- love this pick. Dan Ige versus Damon Jackson on the money line, and this is a minus 128 play. Um, so it is not plus money. However, I do like this one. Uh, Mr. Ige 
is going to come through for us against Damon Jackson on Saturday night. Nice. Awesome. Uh, I'll finish this off. I, I had a pick, but it actually happens tomorrow, so I have another pick. Um, this is taking place actually uh, next, next week on Thursday, um, so we might have to wait for the payout, but Lazio is playing Bologna, Bologna. Uh, in in the Coppa Italia, um, this is the tournament, the FA Cup of Italy, um, and I think they'll own the Bologna's uh, minus one sixty money line. Uh, um, so it's easy. Uh, you don't have to support Lazio as a club, sussy club, but a good a good club. They they do win a lot. So um, I like the money line there. Nice. Nice. And is Bologna is are they um, are they uh, SETI B? I think so. Uh, yeah. they, they may have moved up recently, but uh, yeah, th- this should be a uh, no. Actually, no. They're Syria. They're Syria. Oh wow. They're just on the lower end. Yeah, I haven't really watched much SETI this season, unfortunately. But that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, I lot one Lazio were a bunch of Bologna boys. Who are we? <laughs> who we think <laughs> this one? <laughs> Lattes yeah, versus bologna. I, I love this DGen. I mean, it's not the most, it's not the spiciest for pick, but we need to get St. Jude some money, so this is going to be good. They'll <laughs> they'll be weighing on this payout, but uh, it'll gotta, hit Thursday. Gotta pay the bills. Yeah, we got to right. pay that invoice. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Uh, yeah. Well, everyone, thank you guys for listening. We hope you liked our NFL segment. We're actually super excited for the playoffs. We're going to be doing this every week. Uh, we're also excited for after the Super Bowl, after the playoffs, because we have a super spe- special announcement. Uh, we are collabing with none other than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, we are going to be uh, having some fun uh, XFL stuff for you guys. So uh, stay tuned for that. See, We're going to do some zany stuff with the XFL. We are going to be uh, doing a lot of fun stuff that everyone on the team is going to be having to be involved in so that we keep up with the XFL. And uh, hopefully uh, we can make everyone into the XFL when the NFL is gone so we can have some fun football betting. But we'll also be doing USFL and CFL, but we're going to be kind of transitioning into an XFL podcast. So it'll be fun. We'll be we'll be having some fun, guys. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening, following us. Make sure you follow us on social media. Email us. You know, why not? You can find us. If you find us on one social media account, you'll find us on all of them. We have a link tree up. Uh, but, yeah, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Thank you. Thanks, so. yep. Thanks, as